Oh, ladies and gentlemen, the podcast people, welcome back to another episode of Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live, the podcast. If you're new around here, um, essentially, I do a live on YouTube, a live show on YouTube every weekday at 6 p.m. for the past couple of weeks and for the next couple of weeks, essentially. And I take the audio from that live, then put it in this podcast so you can listen to it back in case you didn't get to watch it live and you don't have time to open a device with your screen and watch it live and you can listen to it while you do the cleaning, while you're on the bus, on the metro, in your car, while you're working out, whatever it is that you're doing. And this is the pre-live podcast, um, which is uh, actually the post-live podcast because the the live has already happened. Uh, But it's just, once again, I didn't get time to record before the podcast. So I'm now recording after the podcast, but you will hear this before the live. Before the pot, you know what I mean. I I have already gone live. It is finished, and now this is the the debrief of that before. <laughs> what am I doing? Anyway, welcome back. I hope you're well. Uh, today's show was uh, was pretty was pretty good. I enjoyed it. Uh, it felt like there was nothing to it. There was no there was no content. It was just me answering questions, talking shit for an hour. Roly wasn't there. There wasn't uh, like a, a an expressions game. There wasn't a jokes game. Uh, there was nothing. It was just me talking shit for a while. But here's the thing. I, I I didn't know whether to do the show or not, given the current situation uh, in, 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 the, in, in the world. I mean, I say in the world. It's basically the US. But because uh, I follow a lot of people in the US on online, on, on social media, a lot of... A lot of artists decided not to do anything today in support of um, the, the Black Lives Matter uh, movement. And uh, for... I was debating it. Honestly, I was thinking, well, do I do this? Do I not do it? What do I do? Uh, because if I if I don't do it, people who are not aware of the thing might be like, oh, why why is that not happening? Oh, blah, 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 whatever. If I do do it, uh, if, if I do do the show, people are like, why are you doing the show? You should be respecting. It's just, it's a weird situation, right? I think, I think that social media now has really gotten to a ridiculous stage where we all follow each other regardless of what's going on, you know? Uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of it as well, but I feel like specifically today on things like Instagram and Twitter, uh, I was watching, uh, I was seeing people posting a black, just a standard black background with nothing on it, supporting the movement, right? And so my initial reaction to it was, all right, cool, great, that's not doing anything. Like there's no, that's not helping anyone really. Uh, but the more and more people started doing it, the more and more uh, demanding people get of people who are in it a little bit like... So I know that if I didn't do it, people are like, why are you not supporting the cause, Paul? Are you racist? Why are you not supporting the cause? Why are you not turning all your shit black? Why are you not doing it? And it's not because obviously I don't support the cause, because I absolutely do support the cause. The problem is... Uh, the, the, this kind of like sheep mentality of social media. The same thing happened when there were terrorist attacks in Paris and people all started putting their French flags as the profile picture. Now, I get the, the, the point of like solidarity with the people who are going through a tough time. That a million percent makes sense to me. What doesn't make sense to me is the people doing this like blackout Tuesday situation that are like, hey, instead of posting your own shit on social media today, why don't you listen to the conversation that's happening, learn a bit more about the Black Lives Matter, whatever, and allow those voices to to be heard rather than posting your own shit. 
100% agree with that. I, this, I, it seems like a really great idea. However, it didn't work because what ended up happening, the, the, the initial idea yesterday evening that I saw on social media was, hey, don't post anything on social media because then you can allow uh, like the conversation to, 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 to happen and you can read more about it and see what happens. Then what happened, I woke up this morning to people posting just black photos. And the problem with that is it's kind of ironic because you're still posting content on social media, right? So you're still posting your own shit, basically saying, hey, I support the movement that people are still liking. And what was even worse was that the hashtag uh, Black Lives Matter was being attached to that. And it's actually drowning out all of the actual stuff that people wanted to see, which is some of the police violence and all of the stuff around that. So it's a very delicate issue. And so for the whole day, I was like, nah, I'm not posting anything. Fuck it, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna contribute to this because the idea initially was to be silent on social media so that the voices that do need to be heard can be heard. Uh, but the further the day went along, everyone was posting it and I fell into the trap as well. I fell into this like social media trap of like, if I don't post it, people will start asking questions. Oh, Paul, why are you not supporting it? And then what do you do? You, you don't, you can't win either way. If you don't post it, then people will say, oh, are you racist? Why are you not posting it? But if you do post it, then you get some people saying, oh, you fucking hypocrite. Oh, it doesn't make a difference because it, what needs to change is society and all this kind of stuff. Thank you. know, There's no point in just putting a, a black photo on. You need to actually go out and talk about it and protest. And it's just, it's, it's a really good conversation to be having right now. Uh, in this generation, and as it has been for previous generations, but I think social media has made uh, these kind of issues a lot more global and a lot more worthy as well, you know, because again, as I said yesterday, if I didn't have social media, I wouldn't necessarily be aware of the degree of how bad it's got in the US. I would be following my news channels uh, uh, and, you know, mo I guess most people outside of the US don't really know what's going on because, or it's not that they don't know what's going on, is they don't know to what extent shit is crazy over there. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, I like, here's what I likened it to. I likened it to uh, this, it's, it's, it's almost like a competition to be like, hey, look, I, je suis Charlie, you know, when the Charlie Hebdo killings happened in Paris, uh, it's like, je suis Charlie, and every, if you didn't, post a thing saying je suis Charlie, people would be like, oh, oh, are you condoning uh, terrorism? What's going on? No, it's just that I don't think that it helps. And the reason I don't think the social media thing helps either is because, hey, if you follow me on social media, then the likelihood is you're an open-minded uh, person who is open to different cultures because that's what I do. My comedy is all about different cultures. I speak different languages and it's all about integration of different people. So if you're following me already, the likelihood is you're not a racist, right? So, uh, I mean, if, if I post something on there, then you'll probably agree with it. And even if you don't, there's, there's, there's not going to be... Even if somebody that's a, a, an ultra-right racist follows me on Instagram and sees me post a thing that says Black Lives Matter, there's no way he's going to sit there and go, oh, you know what? Paul Taylor says Black Lives Matter, therefore I'm going to stop being racist. That's not how it works. No, it's not. Racism is a thing that happens when it's 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 generations, uh, centuries of uh, of mentality that needs to change, and it's not one post on social media that's going to change that. 
So that was kind of what was going through my head before, well, this whole day, basically, because I was like, oh, if I do the live, are people going to hate me for doing the live? Because everyone, all artists in America, the music industry is shut down today. So why isn't Paul shut down? Is he not supporting the movement? Um, and then the other side of me was like, oh, if I don't do the live, then people might be like, oh, hypocrite, blah, blah, blah. It's just a difficult thing. So I just decided to do the live. Uh, I talked about the issue a little bit. And uh, that's basically all that I can do for now. There's nothing, I mean, I can't, you know, uh, I guess, I, yeah, I could go out and march and do that kind of stuff. But y y when it happens in France, it'll happen um, because you can't go out and riot for no reason. Basically, you have to, I don't know what it is in France. You have to, you have to like, there has to, Basically, there was, a, there was a supposed to be a protest today that got shut down by the police before it happened, saying this isn't a legal thing. Don't come out because you're, you're going to get sent home. And it's just, even that doesn't do anything apart from get it on the news. And then, it, I mean, sometimes it will put pressure on politicians. But I mean, check out the US. Like, the riots and the protests are not helping at all. Uh, it seems like it's just getting worse. Anyway. Sounds like my baby uh, uh, wants to contribute and wants to wants to have some of my time. So I'm going to go and hang out with the baby for a little while. Anyway, that just I just wanted to give you some context before I play you uh, the live show. It ended up going well. We ended up talking about it for a couple of minutes and then just moving on to a normal show. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you enjoyed it if you watched it. If you didn't watch it, uh, hopefully you'll enjoy uh, this recording. It's just a laugh again. It's just nothing's really changed. Um, just wanted to, you know, keep keep the keep the ambiance uh, a little happier than uh, when you turn on the news. All right, that's enough rambling for me. Uh, here is uh, Paul Taylor's Happy Hour live on YouTube. Here's the live recording coming up. Oh, and we are fucking live, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, today is Tuesday, the second of June, twenty twenty. Welcome to another episode of Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live! Happy Hour? I'm not fucking happy, I'm angry! I'm always fucking angry! Oh, we're back today! Uh, hello, welcome back to the show! Welcome to those of you uh, who always watch the show. Thank you for being returning customers. Uh, returning viewers watching the show every day. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Those of you who are brand new to the live, uh, hello as well. Hello. Thank you for being here. Concept of the show, super simple. What's the concept of the show, Paul? <laughs> I'm glad you fucking asked. I drink a beer for this hour and uh, we talk shit, basically. I interact with you guys uh, live uh, on the chat and uh, we have a beer and a, and a bit of a chat. Have a bit of fun in French. Ah, français, s'il vous plaît. A bit in English as well. And uh, we just, uh, we have a bit of fun. Today's beer uh, is uh, is FWT, a Citra Pale Ale. It's been on the show before from Switzerland. Uh, it's pretty good. So uh, I didn't get you guys to vote for it today. Um, for, for multiple reasons, which I'll get into in a couple of, uh, in a couple of minutes. And, uh, oh, what is going on? Fucking hell. With the pouring of the beers on this show. What is that? What? What is that? Rolly's going to take the thumbnail. Ready? That's the thumbnail. Somebody said to me, hey, a couple of you have given me tips about the beer pouring situation. 
People have said, Paul, the beer isn't cold enough. It's been in my fridge for 10 hours. It can't be any colder. Number two, people have said, Paul, why don't you put, why don't you wet your glass, rinse your glass out so there's some wet inside of the glass. I did that. Still not happening. I don't know what's wrong with me, people. I don't know what is wrong. I just like big heads. Take that however you want. Again, I'm going to cheers you with the bottle today because there's less in there. Cheers, santé à la vôtre. Prost, yamas. Kipis. <laughs> Can't think of any others. Cheers. Ah, oh, it's a good beer. I forgot to turn that light on. This light here. That light. I forgot to turn it on. Sh should I turn it on? Nah, fuck it. I won't turn it on. Um, how are you? It's June the 2nd. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, crazy, crazy, crazy day today for a couple of reasons. Uh, number one, the news has been very different between the different places on the planet, right? The news today in France, the main news today in France is that things are opening again. Restaurants, bars, cafes are all open as of today. Uh, Except in Paris, where it's only the outside terraces that are open. The insides are still closed for another couple of weeks. So that's been the main news in France, contrasted with the main news kind of worldwide. And by worldwide, I mean in the US, um, which is the whole situation with the riots, the protests uh, in, in support of the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, which uh, has been a developing movement in the past week. Uh, which has been pretty crazy. If you've been following it on social media uh, and normal media, wherever, it's 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 gotten pretty crazy uh, in the US. And so uh, it's part of the reason why I didn't get you to vote uh, on the beer today. I just, th th there's a, there was a thing going around on social media, mainly in the US, but in other English speaking countries and everywhere else as well, of uh, not posting shit on social media and just uh, letting just being quiet. Uh, white people being like, hey, which beer should I choose? Here's my show, blah, blah, blah. It's not important. Uh, and it was to kind of um, allow other discussions to be happening that are more important. So uh, like pretty much everyone on social media, I just posted uh, the black standard background um, in support of, of that movement. And um, I'm still doing the show. I was debating whether to do the live show or not uh, because a bunch of People have decided not to do anything today uh, in support. I figured, look, if I'm doing the show, if I don't do the show, it's not really doing anything. I think the best thing is that we can maybe have a conversation about it if you want, um, rather than me just shutting up and not talking about it. I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, and I mean, it's just, it's it's a thing that's important uh, right now. In It's always important. It's always been important, but for some reason, every time, it gets exposed. That's when it is. It's when racism gets exposed. Thank God we have phone cameras uh, and social media to now allow us to see what's happening uh, in the world with that kind of stuff. So um, that is, uh, uh, that's been the main news worldwide today. Uh, and in France, um, stuff is reopening. In other news, more personal news uh, for me is that today is my official wedding anniversary with my wife. Officially, We've been married for two years today. Unofficially, we've been married for three years tomorrow. And officially, we've been together for 11 and a half years. It's a complicated story. I might tell you that story later on in the show. Um, but uh, how are you? 
first of all. Who gives a fuck about me? How, how are you? How, how, what's going on today? French people in the house, let me know if you've been out today and uh, taken advantage of les terrasses uh, and the bars and, and restaurants reopening. Uh, I have not. I, uh, we had a, a, a friend come round to our house, a Scottish friend, this afternoon for lunch, and we got drunk. <laughs> so I'm, 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 I'm happily drunk right now uh, as we speak. So uh, let's, uh, what, what do you want to talk about? Let me know. Uh, let, me, let me know what's going on. Uh, a couple of things before we get started. Number one, Roly Assal, my friend who, from Quebec, who is on the show every day, who has been on the show every day so far since, I don't know when the first day he was on, but he's not around today because his excuse is that he caught a cold from jumping in the swimming pool. <laughs> uh, almost naked. He's he, he just not at home today. Um, so he's uh, unavailable to be on the chat. So we've got a bit more time together, you and I, to talk shit. Um, so uh, let's talk shit. Let's, uh, let's see what's going on. What else? Uh, what, what is going on? Let me know what you want to talk about today. Let me know what the show should be about. It's all about me talking shit. Um, now, before... We get into the serious things and uh, the actual show. I've seen that some uh, super chats have already come through. Thank you uh, for continually supporting this show. Uh, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Simon Jackie. I think you were the first one. You're always contributing to the show and I really appreciate it. Five Swiss francs. It's not a lot uh, to, 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 to you maybe, but it's a lot to me. Like it just, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy that people would want to support this shit of me talking crap for an hour for the past... 25, 46 shows. Unbelievable. Thank you so much. Cool. Une bière brassée à 5 minutes de chez moi. Simone Jacquier. Hey, Simone. <laughs> Simon. Simon, not Simone. That's like Simone. What's the... Oh, I've forgotten. Oh, come on. What's that musical artist? Simone. Simone. What's that? Oh, God. I'm drawing a blank. Nina Simone, Jesus Christ, Nina Simone, uh, one of my favorite uh, artists. Uh, speaking of uh, uh, of black artists and and black culture and music, Nina Simone, unbelievable music, love her stuff. Uh, anyway, cheers, Simon Jacquier, thank you very much. Uh, the head has dropped, which is good. Uh, somebody else uh, said, uh, Emil Carson, thank you for your forty-five DKK Danish Krona something. <laughs> Love your show. have been gone for a while, but now I'm back. Last time I saw an episode was when I, when it was called Live at Five. Oh, you're one of the OGs, my friend. One of the originals. Yeah. Uh, it's not Live at Five anymore just because it's not at five. Uh, so there we go. Rugby fan 13, 113. Uh, as a person of color myself, I just want to say I appreciate you saying and keeping the world filled with comedy and brevity. Uh, cheers to you and your wife on your anniversary. My friend, thank you so much. Uh, for your contribution, $20. That means a lot to me. And uh, thank you. Thank you for, for, for saying that, that you appreciate what I'm saying. I, it, here's the thing, right? As somebody who has a, a, a minuscule amount of influence and being white and privileged, uh, it's difficult to talk about. I don't know how to bring it up more than say, hey, I support the cause 100%. Um, and, uh, you know, it, there's nothing really else uh, uh, that, that we can do stuck here and putting, I mean, Doing stuff on Facebook and social media, uh, which I did, is is great. It, it just shows support. But ultimately, is it going to change things? I don't know. Maybe if enough people do it, it will. Uh, the one thing I will say is if you did put um, a photo 
or anything on social media today with just a black image, uh, just make sure you delete the hashtag that you might have associated with it, uh, which was uh, Black Lives Matter, because uh, basically there was a bunch of stuff going around that this could be a conspiracy as well. There's always some fucking guys like, oh, it's a fucking conspiracy. It's the American government that set out this thing of why don't you put your picture black? Uh, because what happens now is if you type hashtag Black Lives Matter uh, onto any social media, um, it makes sense is that now all you see is, um, oh, it's got a little bit better than it was earlier on, but what you would basically see is just almost like black photos everywhere, which is kind of defeating the point of the movement, which was to show us what the fuck is going on with this, and everyone posting just plain black photos with the hashtag um, is kind of defeating the point because all of the important stuff is getting pushed away. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. In any case, um, full support, full support, full love. Uh, I just want to be here to, 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 you know, to, 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 to keep laughing together uh, about stuff that's, you know, not related necessarily to the news because life can be pretty depressing uh, if you just sit in front of your computer all day and look at social media. Right. What else do we have, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I just want to make sure I shout out Linda Wonder Woman as well. Uh, maintenant que tu es équipé en matériel, voici de quoi faire un cadeau à Adeline pour vos deux ans de mariage. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, I'll have, to, I'll have to find a decent, a decent gift uh, for my wife for our second anniversary, third anniversary. It's a second anniversary, but it's a third anniversary. It's, it's, tomorrow's the third anniversary. Today's the second. Is it complicated enough? <laughs> Hey, all right, let me tell you the story. Uh, let me tell you the, the, the me and my wife situation and why it's so complicated. It, it, you, some of you might know the story already. Here's the full story uh, in a couple of minutes. Me and my wife, we met 11 and a half years ago in London at university um, and uh, we fell in love and we got together in London and it was all very amazing and romantic. And then I moved to Paris six months later. We both moved to Paris. Well, she was from Paris, but we both moved here together. And uh, in 2015, so we met in 2008. So 2015, seven years later, I proposed in September 2015. It was actually the, the same day as the birthday of one of my best mates, Jason Kiprianos, uh, 5th of September 2015. And uh, if you want to find out how I proposed to my wife, then I suggest you go watch my recent set on Montreux Comedies, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook page, because I talk about it in there. Pretty much a true story. Uh, let me let me bring it up online. <laughs> Montreux comedy. Let me share my screen with you. Uh, let's go. Uh, oh, come on, Taylor, get it right. Oh no, yeah, there it is. Hold on, hold on. Let me. Is that is that what you're seeing? It is. Right. Let me go down. Uh, if you go to Montreux comedy's Facebook page and you go to videos. Uh, I highly suggest going to watch all of the videos because they're all very funny. Uh, comedians all speaking French, mostly. And then here's me here, uh, Paul Taylor. Mission acheter des serviettes. Uh, it's kind of linked to me uh, <laughs> proposing to my wife. Anyway, September 2015, uh, we do that. And then basically, we plan the wedding for uh, summer 2017, right? 2017, we plan the wedding. My wife is... Uh, is, is a bit Corsican. She has some Corsican roots. So we decide, fuck it. Let's do the wedding in Corsica. The weather's going to be amazing. It's going to be a holiday for people. Let's do it. So we, we, we basically organized the wedding in Corsica in uh, winter 
2016, okay? And by that stage, I'm like, cool, uh, I should probably renew my British passport because it expires. Uh, I wasn't able to do that uh, because of situations with my names. Again, if you want the full story, you can check out a vlog on this channel called Getting Married in France. <laughs> so I couldn't renew my, my British passport. And so we booked the whole venue. We invited everyone to the wedding. Everyone had booked all of their shit. And it turned out that I couldn't actually get married legally in the town hall um, by the time we went to Corsica. Because you have to get married in a town hall in France you can't, of where you live. You can't get married on the beach, uh, which is what we wanted to do. But that was the like the fake ceremony. But we couldn't cancel it because everyone had booked their fucking tickets. So we're like, all right, cool. We'll do the fake wedding ceremony situation and get married on the beach in Corsica uh, on June the 3rd. It was June the 3rd, 2017. We did it. People came. The best weekend of our lives. Then we're still not married, though. We're still not married. And it took another year uh, <laughs> to actually get legally married with the papers at the town hall. Uh, and we wanted to do it exactly day for day on the same day a year later. The problem was June the 3rd, 2018 was a Sunday. And the town hall is fucking closed because it's France. Uh, so, <laughs> so we ended up getting married officially on June the 2nd. Um, and by the way, thank you to everyone who sent me messages on Facebook over the weekend um, saying happy anniversary. I don't know why you sent it over the weekend. I don't know whether you found it. Maybe the Wikipedia page is a different date. I don't know. Some the, Somebody knew that it was the wedding anniversary, but before, I don't know. Anyway, thank you to those who sent it uh, over Facebook during the weekend uh, because it wasn't yet the anniversary. So yeah, technically, uh, we're married two years to get to today but three years tomorrow. <laughs> Nothing is easier in our family. Oh, hey, the avatar says, Paul Taylor, the wedding fiasco was the birth of Technical Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Technical Taylor was in full swing. Oh. Oh. So yeah, it was, um, it was a nightmare. It was crazy, but it was, uh, we're, it's fine. We're now... <laughs> We're now, we're now fully married. Uh, Linda Wonder Woman says, Le vlog est génial. Thanks very much. I didn't think it was going to do... It's literally one of the most viewed videos on my YouTube channel. Uh, and it's just me in my kitchen, in, our, in my old kitchen, uh, before we moved to the suburbs, uh, talking shit. And it's literally, if you go to, <laughs> if you go to my channel, let me, uh, let me share the screen with you. Videos. Uh, let me see exactly where it is. Uh, let me... Do by uh, all or sort by most popular. Uh, most of the popular videos are my stand-up show, and then in here. So basically, one, two, three, four, five. Number eleven is the vlog getting married in France. Four hundred thirty-four thousand views <laughs> of me explaining why I couldn't get married in this country. Yeah, um, amazing. So anyway, that's the story. Uh, of uh, of my wife and I, so thank you uh, for 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 the, all the all the all the best wishes and all the anniversary stuff. Uh, are we doing anything special? No, uh, because we have a baby, and it's impossible to do anything special with a baby. Uh, we we had our friend uh, Adam, who's Scottish. He came round this afternoon. Uh, Adam was our witness, our uh, officiant. How do you say that in English? Efficient? No, the the person that marries you. He was on the beach with us. 
and basically married us. Not officially because you can't do that in France, but he did this, the ceremony. He was the master of ceremonies. The, there's got to be a better word for officiant in English. Ladies and gentlemen, when you get married, what is it called? When you have, oh, oh, official, maybe the official, the wedding official, the, let me share the screen while I'm doing this so you can see it. Le célébrant. Eh? So efficient is the word. Now I was typing in officiant. Maybe I just made that up in French. Officiant. <laughs> All right, the efficient, le célébrant. That's who he was. The person who presides over a religious, it wasn't a religious ceremony, but yeah. He was there. Base registrar, Sophie Pink, thank you very much, the registrar. I mean, he wasn't the official registrar because he didn't registrate anything officially. <laughs> oh, our lives are complicated. Officiator, yeah, something something to do with that. Uh, <laughs> so he came around today and we had a, 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 a lunch and, and something to drink. And then tomorrow, I don't know, I don't know what we'll do. We're probably not going to do anything. Love coin coin. Le maire. Non, c'était pas le maire justement parce que euh, on n'habite pas en Corse et euh, du coup ça pouvait pas être le maire qui nous mariait sur la plage parce que si tu veux être marié en France, il faut que tu te maries à la mairie. Um, five euros from Tessa T. Thank you so much for the babysitter. <laughs> We don't have a babysitter yet because I don't know the baby's too young. We don't. My wife doesn't trust a stranger with our baby so far. Uh, so she doesn't even trust me with her. <laughs> It's not true. She does. Hey, by the way, speaking of my wife and baby, uh, I went back through the live chat yesterday and you guys were all over that shit. I, you, I figured that you guys don't listen to me. All you do is check the background to see if anything's happening because my wife came on screen for literally about a second. Just so she went, err, err. And everyone was like, ah, we saw your wife. We saw your wife. And I was like, yeah, great. And then when I went back and watched the video, it's like, all right, you saw her for two seconds. But also, at some point in live, you did see Louise. You did see the baby crawling just here. Uh, her head was about at this level and she walked like this. And then she walked back and everyone was like, oh, shit, we saw the baby. Whoop, whoop. I'm like, okay, so no one's listening to us, actually. No. <laughs> No one's listening to me. I could just be here silent, talking shit for an hour. And all you care about is, oh, has Paul got, what's going on in the background there? Uh, so, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, like the seagulls in Finding Nemo, Avataru, wife, wife, wife. The seagulls from Finding Nemo. Do they shout wife? I feel like there was a catchphrase from Finding Nemo where the seagulls were like, ah, ah, wife. It's not wife though, it's something else. What do the seagulls say? What do the seagulls... Here's, here's my, um, my theory about the distraction. I think people might have been watching the live on their TV. So if it's on a TV, I guess that it's kind of big. Uh, mine. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, mine is the thing. Mine, 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 mine. The seagulls. Uh, so I think some of you are watching this on the TV, and that's why you saw the baby, because her head is literally smaller. It's about this. It's smaller than my hand is on the screen right now. I don't know. Hey, out of interest, where are you watching this? Computer, your phone, your tablet, your TV. Where Where are you watching this live? How do you uh? How do you watch this shit? 
Why do you watch this shit? <laughs> I'm, it's so hot. I'm sweating. Um, because it's 29 degrees. By the way, yesterday, when I started the show late, I was uh, out of breath. And I was like, hey, everyone, it's Monday, the 27th of May. It was not. It was the 1st of June. But I made that mistake because I looked at my watch and I looked at the temperature instead of looking at the date, which was a, uh, a, stupid, uh, a stupid idea. Right. Uh, so people uh, are saying uh, laptop, phone, phone, uh, iPad, phone, TV. Okay. So we do have some people on the TV, laptop, ordinateur, phone, mate. Uh, PC, PC, laptop. Okay. Phone, dumbass. <laughs> Alice Sevra, phone dumbass. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, all right, so most of you are on the phone. That's cool. Nice. Uh, laptop, laptop, phone, TV. Okay, cool. That's cool. A lot of you, uh, my phone while having lunch. Well, bon appetit, Raquel Lenzi. Raquel Lenzi. Len Lenzi. Uh, bon appetit. Uh, Hannah Lemp says, I didn't even notice your wife and baby until everyone pointed it out. And I was so confused. Yeah, so was I. When I was like, what? Because I'm looking at the camera. I'm looking at you guys. And when I look down, when you see me look down, it's because I'm looking at my computer screen. And uh, that's, if I'm looking at the computer screen, then I can see what's happening. But if I'm looking at my camera, I don't see what's happening behind me because I'm too busy talking to the camera. So, um, so yeah, I, I, I was confused as well. And especially when I went back to listen to some of the 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 live yesterday and I saw I didn't see the baby comments until after the live anyway um what else what else is going on I'll tell you what's going on subtitles that was the other thing that I was supposed to give you an update on the subtitles of the show a bunch of you on le poulailler de pierre le poulailler de pierre ladies and gentlemen is a facebook group um uh, uh, that uh, has been created to talk shit about me behind my back. I keep saying that. Apparently no one's talking shit about me. But it's just like a, a place where you guys can connect with each other uh, after the show. Uh, because some of you, uh, you know, uh, uh, decide that it's cool. That you want to be a part. There's 131 members. Check that out. That's almost as many people that actually watch the live. Uh, so this is the Facebook group, uh, which I am not a part of. So you feel free to say that Paul's a fucking asshole. Um and uh, and I won't be there to read it. Uh, so there's people on this group and they uh, have done the subtitles uh, for the show or for the one episode of the show. Uh, the problem is I hadn't activated community subtitles on the channel. I have now done that. So now if you feel like you want to practice your English, your French, your German, whatever it is that you want to subtitle, you can subtitle these videos. Uh, and then Basically, it's pending and I have to accept the, the, the subtitles. Now, I'm not going to go back and watch all the videos. And I just trust that the subtitles are correct. If they're correct, amazing. If they're not correct, at least they're close to correct. Um, so those of you who are on the poulailler and you are doing the subtitles, uh, I would say that you started from the first live at five, apparently, which is amazing, uh, which is, I don't know, 50, 45 episodes ago. Uh, what I said to uh, somebody... Was it Christina? Did I, did I speak to you? I can't remember on Facebook about the thing. It's like basically start from now and go backwards in time rather than starting from backwards. Because 52 episodes ago is a long way away. And people essentially watch these videos two or three days afterwards and then it's gone. And then I, it, no one watches them anymore. So 
Uh, thank you for contributing to the subtitles uh, of the show. Uh, so uh, that's amazing. Also, somebody tried to subtitle uh, the video about Labies, which I put out a couple of days ago. And I sent it back for reviews because the problem was if you hit English subtitles, there was English on the top and French on the bottom. What we need to do is take the French out of the English and put it in a separate file, a separate French thing, so that when French people are like, eh putain, eh ce connard d'anglais, il arrête pas de parler anglais, il n'y a pas de sous-titres français, qu'il aille se faire enculer, uh, which often happens, then they can click on French subtitles and they can hear me insult them. Uh, they can read me insulting them. <laughs> ah. uh, Hannah Lemp says, we've got a whole system going with proofreading and everything. So I think it's okay if you don't check them. You guys have got way too much time uh, on your hands, but I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. I wish I had the time to do the subtitles myself, but I just don't. It's just impossible to do. But thank you guys in the community. Um, uh, for doing that. Christina D says, les responsables pour les sous-titres, c'est Laure et Anna, uh, Hannah Lemp and Laure Pignard, I think is uh, Laure uh, who uh, is talking about. Uh, and also, Laure uh, says, it was on purpose, like for deaf people. Um, what was on purpose for deaf people? The, the subtitles. Uh, in that case, great. It, it's, it, that's the other thing. Subtitles are not only good for people who don't understand what I'm saying, but it's also good for people uh, who are hard of hearing and uh, would like subtitles. So that's it. Um, it's great. Thank you so much for, for contributing to the subtitles. <sighs> uh, Avar2 uh, 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 says, can somebody share the Facebook group link for Le Poulailler de Pierre? I'm having trouble finding it on Facebook. Uh, I find it by just typing in Le Poulailler de Pierre. Uh, let me put this on, um, on the chat so you can see it as well. This is the name of it. And uh, when you find it, it's essentially, there's a couple of poulaillers. I mean, maybe it's because I have French Facebook or something. I don't know. Uh, but that's the first, the first result there is the one with the little cartoon <laughs> chickens. Uh, I don't know why that's become a thing. Uh, look at that. 13 posts today. You guys are on fire. Fire. Uh. <laughs> What else is going on, ladies and gentlemen? What do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? Um, was there something else that I was going to talk about? I can't remember. I cannot remember. Uh, yeah, what else is on your mind? What's going on? <laughs> Jessica Senaglia says, Mort de rire, la photo de couverture me fera toujours autant rire. The photo profile uh, will always make you laugh. Yeah, <laughs> it's such a, it's such an unrelated profile photo for a group that's related to this show. Unbelievable. I love it. <laughs> um, Miley's mate says, have you been to any cafes now they're open? No, I've not been out today. Uh, I went to go buy some bread at the boulangerie. And that's it. That's all I've done today. It's so hot. I can't go outside. I will literally melt. Uh, which is why I'm wearing shorts today for like the first time in forever. So, uh, Linda, Wonder Woman, c'est quoi la destination pour vos prochaines vacances? 
Um, it's a good question. There isn't one for now. I don't know. We haven't we haven't talked about it yet. Maybe Corsica. Maybe Portugal. My dad lives in Portugal. Maybe neither. Who knows? Just at this this apartment is going to be the destination. <laughs> the destination. Oh. Uh, oh, it's a good question from Olive PRT. Uh, il says, Au fait, comment se passe le casting pour Montreux Vous êtes invité, coopté, vous passez des auditions. Uh, so, uh, how, uh, do they, how do they choose people for the Montreux Comedy Festival? Uh, there is no casting. We don't do auditions. Anyone, any, any place that does auditions for comedians are full of shit. Um, because you can't do auditions. I've seen... There's a thing I don't really think they exist that much anymore. But when I started doing comedy in France in 2013, so seven years ago, the big thing was like les auditions, where you would show up to like an empty theater and there'd be three people there, like the theater director, the artistic director and some fucking jackass that no one knows. And they would you would have to do your jokes in front of them. And they would decide whether they were funny or not to then put you on the show with a live audience. It's like, it's just the most ridiculous thing. It's it just doesn't. It's not like you can't do auditions for comedy. Uh, you can do it in front of a live audience, like people that do Britain's Got Talent or La France a un incroyable talent. They, some of them do stand up. It's just not the right atmosphere. It's just not what stand up is about. That's not what it is. It's about being in a closed environment where everyone is stuck together drinking a beer and talking shit about society that is what that is what stand ups about it's not about doing theater like it's just unbelievable so for montreux uh essentially uh they have people from the organization that come and watch different people's shows and then they say hey we like your stuff uh, do you want to be a part of the festival uh, because i work with a producer uh, she uh Uh, Fanny, Fan, Fanny Jordan, Fanny Jordan, uh, as I call it, she uh, takes kind of, she takes care of all of that. She has the links with Montreux and uh, I get invited uh, through that. So it's essentially by doing great work and getting noticed and then people um, uh, come and see the, uh, the show. Oh, let me turn my notifications off. Do not disturb. Thanks very much. Uh, it's a great question. Olivier P. Gary says, show us the shorts. Um, no. Uh, backyard Studios, Le Retour de Vanille Fraise. Yeah, it's so hot. Oh, shut up. You laughing as well? My wife loves the fucking vanilla strawberry jokes. It's because she's not a vanilla strawberry. Uh, um, what else? What else? Is, hey, I, I guess, I guess we're, we're doing questions. I guess that's what's happening. Um. What else? What else have we got? What else have we got? What else have we got? Uh, oh, uh, G-Cook. G-Cook. Uh, Paul, j'avais une question pour ton prochain spectacle à Lille. C'est en 2021. Est-ce que c'est par rapport à la disponibilité de, de la salle um, Next show in Lille is 2021. Is that because uh, the the room rental situation? Yeah, kind of. It's a mixture of both. So I just did my show in Lille uh, a couple of months ago, just before the coronavirus situation hit. Look at the state of my hair. Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, and so 
Uh, I wanted to go back to Lille because it was such a good show that we were like, fuck it, I'm going to go back into a bigger room. The place that I did was like 500 seats. The one next year, I think is 1,500. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's partly because big theatres, uh, their availability is usually one year. You normally have to book your room one year in advance, which makes me laugh uh, purely because like famous comedians, I mean, they are famous. People like Gadel Malet in France and Kev Adams, right? Uh, they'll put like an initial post out saying, hey, we're doing three dates au Palais des Sports à Paris, which is like a 5,000 uh, seater. And then close to like one month away from the event, they'll be like, oh, we're sold out. So we're adding new dates, five extra dates au Palais des Sports, the five dates after the original five. And the sad thing is people are like, oh my God, what a success. That's amazing. What they don't know is that they booked that place a year in advance and they already booked those five other dates uh, just in case they would be full. So when they're like, oh, we've added, no, you haven't added, you had them all along, you fucking bastards. Um, so yeah, it's partly because of that and also uh, partly because uh, I, I, I have to do, uh, I want to do a tour around the world because people follow me from everywhere. French people who are living abroad. So in order to do uh, my tour around France and then go to the US where there's a bunch of French people, go to Australia where there's a bunch of French people, go to Canada, uh, go to places like Hong Kong, Bangkok, Tokyo, uh, the UK, doing all of those cities. Uh, it takes a lot of organization and uh, I, I can't do all of that in the space of a couple of months. So the reason why there's a year between Lille show one and Lille show two is because that year is taken up with me touring the rest of the world. In theory, if we're allowed to leave. Hello. Hi. Are you giving me a bit of plastic? Oh, look. My daughter gave me a present. That's nice. Thank you so much. What is this? Oh, have you got, have you got something else for me? No? You're keeping that one. Uh, normally when my daughter interrupts the show, uh, I have a jingle and we cheers. But she didn't interrupt it by speaking, so it, she's not talking crap yet. We'll, I'll, we'll do the jingle when she talked crap. Ah! Good question, Jikook. Jikook! <laughs> ah. uh, Carson Contreras Galaviz says, Toronto, Ontario, Canada, uh, and Montreal, Quebec. Uh, yes, all of those. I will be coming... Uh, hopefully to all of those places. Uh, hopefully in November, we were working out a way to get to Montreal in November uh, and the rest of uh, the rest of Canada is that country. <laughs> uh, oh, Sophie Pink says you didn't do the jingle for the money thing earlier on. I did not do the jingle uh, for the money thing earlier on. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm a fucking idiot. I didn't do the jingle for people uh, co contributing to the show. Uh, which uh, is a, a fucking disgrace, if you ask me. And I missed a couple of people as well. I think Anne Roberts, uh, I missed you. And Tessa T as well, I missed you. And Michael Stevens as well. Uh, and, and look, I missed a bunch of people. The show's gone to shit, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for contributing to the show and sending money to the channel. It, <laughs> it means a lot. Show me the money! Thanks very much for supporting the channel. 
Uh, oh, somebody says, Frank Roberts says, why don't you do a double act uh, with Luke Thompson? I presume you, you mean with Luke. We did a double act at some... It wasn't really a double act. We did a show called Sorry We're English. Um, and it was basically... Uh, we did uh, 30 minutes each at a comedy club. Uh, so I would get up, do 30 minutes, and he would get up and do 30 minutes. Uh, let me see if I can find uh, the poster for that. Uh, it was a really good poster, actually, done by one of my mates called uh, Daniel, who created... Uh, where's the... Uh, here we go. There it is. Look at that. Found it in a in a in a light speed. So me and Luke Thompson, we did a, a show. Uh, Luke Thompson, if you don't know, is a friend of mine who's an English teacher. He was on the show uh, uh, maybe last week or a couple of weeks ago. Uh, so oh come on, get on with it. Here is the the the. There it is. Pow. There we go. I'm going to go that way. Paul Taylor, Luke Thompson. Sorry, we're English. Uh, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. It was basically an excuse for me to start building my first one hour show. It was half an hour each. It was cool. I really enjoyed it. But he doesn't really do, he still does stand up now and again, but he's mainly doing his English teaching and his podcast. And because he now lives in the suburbs, miles away from any comedy club, he has to basically negotiate with his wife uh, to leave the house uh, because it's not his real job. So yeah. Uh, Anil Kuldip. Anil Kuldip. Thank you very much uh, for your Canadian dollars. Uh, appreciate it. Uh, Yak1066 says, Ils sont chics, ces Anglais qui vous, vous voient leur enfant. Eh? What do you mean? Vous voit? Vous voit? What is vous voit? Do you mean vous voit or vous voit? I don't know. Uh, but thanks for the contribution. Um, right. What have we got? What time is it? It's already, fucking hell. It's already 6.40. We haven't even done anything yet. I'm just talking shit for 40 minutes. Look at that. Uh, which is basically uh, what this is uh, <laughs> what this is all about. Uh, um, Lizette says, are you planning to ever come to Germany? Not with the current show that I have, but maybe in a future show, yeah. I mean, the current show that I have is really French. I mean, it's really French in the sense that it's not all in French, but it's a very French show uh, because I talk more than my franglais. My, my show franglais, that's the one on YouTube, is already pretty French in the sense of like, I'm talking about France. The second show is... It's not that it's very French, but it's there's a lot of references to things in France and my life in France that don't really make sense uh, elsewhere. Like, for ex I'll just give you a quick example. Uh, one of the stories that I tell uh, in my show is how my wife basically uh, tore me a new one. There's a good expression for you. Tore me. A we talked about that on a previous show. T to tear me a new asshole. She basically shouted at me for buying the wrong brand of water for the baby. And that brand of water is called Moroku. And that's only a brand of water for babies that exists in France. So I can't really do that joke outside of France. It's just a one example. Uh, so I'm not coming to Germany for this show. Uh, but my plan is at some point to do a show that's more international. Probably mostly in English. Uh, to bring to the rest of the world. So we'll see. My wife is now shouting at my baby. I don't know what she's doing. Ah, Claire Hahn, thank you very much for the super chat. 
because you're making us drink. Plus, yesterday you didn't do show me the money. We gave you through coffee, lol. Thank you so much for, for, for yeah, I didn't even talk about that today. Uh, there is a super chat option on YouTube, but there is also uh, coffee.com, which technically means I get more money uh, from your contributions because YouTube take 30% of the, the super chats, which is totally fine by me. I completely understand they provide a free platform for me to talk shit with you guys. And if I didn't have YouTube, I wouldn't have this. Uh, so for me, it makes sense. Uh, now, coffee.com slash Paul Taylor is a website where basically 96 or 97% of the money goes to me. The rest of the money goes to PayPal processing fees because if you buy me a coffee or a beer on coffee.com, uh, then most of that uh, ends up coming to me. So that's cool. And uh, I invest it back into the show. I have invested it back into the show so far. And uh, as I said previously, I've got some ideas for some cool short programs that I might do uh, on this channel that will cost me probably close to like 50,000 euros to make. But I'm going to make them for free uh, because uh, I want them to be available for everyone. And all of that money that you give to the channel that supports goes to that. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Laure Pignard says, coffee is the way to go then, unless we want the spotlight here. Yeah, basically, the advantage of Super Chat on YouTube is that I see the comments uh, come through, uh, and I can add you to my screen, uh, whereas on coffee, I get an email uh, from PayPal and coffee saying that you've contributed, so uh, it's more difficult for me to shout you out, because I don't see it straight away, so yeah. It's more advantages, more advantageous for you on the super chat, and I like it better. In honesty, I prefer the super chats because I get to interact with you guys. Uh, and coffee.com is cool as well. So whatever, whatever, whatever floats your whatever floats your boat, um, whatever floats your boat. That's a good English expression. Ce qui flotte ton bateau. <laughs> ce qui fait flotter ton bateau. Qui veut dire en gros uh, ce qui te plaît. I don't know why floating your boat became a thing. Whatever is your cup of tea. Natalie C says, I should have a jingle for my wife talking crap. Qu'est-ce qu'elle a fait? Elle mange la bouffe du chat. Oh, my baby's eating the cat food. <laughs> oh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Oh, what are we going to do? Hey, uh, Theo Jimbo says, greetings from Japan, mate. Even though it's 2 a.m., I should be sleeping. You should be sleeping, but I'm usually awake at 2 a.m., so thanks for watching the show all the way from uh, Japan. Love it. Uh, some more people from Japan. Matthew Shimadap, Japan too. Nice work. Hey, uh, Matthew, I love your cat, by the way, and you, you, I saw that you commented on my, on my, uh, on my, on my, on my live yesterday. And you gave me the name of your cat. Was it Ollie? Um, the cat's name is Ollie. It is Ollie. Good work. Nice work. Awesome cat. I mean, you've taken it in a weird picture, but yeah. <laughs> French lady in red. Lady in red is dancing with me. <laughs> should... Oh, mate. We should do a karaoke challenge on this channel somehow at some point. Uh... Hi, Paul. Just came back from work. Late, but still happy to be here. I'm happy that you're here. Thanks so much for the super chat. Appreciate it. X. Uh, Pickalax Studio. 
Luna Lovegood Potterhead. <rire> wow, lot of information. Burke, la nourriture de chat, c'est meilleure, celle du chien. <rire> Je rigole. Yeah, my daughter loves just eating everything, including stuff that's not meant for her. Um, what's that? Yeah, especially stuff that's not made for her. Uh, Patrick, thank you so much for the super chat. Patrick, 10 euros. Love it. Uh, Life on low batteries says there should be a jingle for everything. There is. There should be. But it's just, I, I, I mean, bah, bah, bah. <laughs> I should just do the jingles myself. Why, why, why did I bother getting Rolly to do all of the, all of the fucking uh, graphics and stuff like that? I've done no jingles today apart from the intro so far and the money. It's a sad, sad situation. All right, Cyan. Cyan Mukherjee. Paul, who's your favorite footballer? I mean, really? Is that a question? It's my brother, of course. Kyle Taylor. Bournemouth AFC. Aside from him. No one. I don't really I don't really do football anymore. Um good question though. David Rapp says, Paul, can you do one day you speak French for 24 hours? I should do that. I should do a whole happy hour in French. But I'm worried that people don't understand. This is my thing. This is my thing with this fucking show. Now I'm speaking English and then speak French. I'm worried that people don't understand the French because when I speak French, more French people speak English than non-French people speak French. Do you know what I mean? Ah, oh, c'est la, c'est le bordel. Le bo il bordel. Uh, Laura Skirari, Sharillo. I don't know how to pronounce your name. Enfin, j'arrive à te voir live again. Karaoke, ça joue pour moi. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. I need to find a, a like a, a general karaoke live situation because there's no point in me just putting songs on and singing because I want to hear you guys fucking fail as well. <laughs> oh. uh, Kyle, we love Kyle. Yeah, I love Kyle as well. Hey, should we call him? Should we just give him a random call and see if it works? Let's see, let's see if I can FaceTime my brother Kyle uh, and see if the technical issues... <laughs> Uh, as if this wasn't hard enough, Paul. Uh, right, let me set this up beforehand. Let me do video being the cam link. Yes, please. And let me do the microphone being the H5 and the output being uh, the system settings. Let's see if this works, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> last time I tried to call my brother on his birthday last week, the whole live went to shit and we we it literally just everything died let me close every other window that i have open uh, so my computer doesn't shit itself uh while i try <laughs> try and facetime my brother ah oh. wait for it screen sharing what time is it in england 5.50 p.m. Oh, I don't know if he'll be around. He might be training. Kyle Taylor not available for FaceTime. Fucking loser. Let me try, let me try him again. Ali, Ali! 
Yeah, I don't think he's going to answer. He ain't going to answer. Um, all right, forget it. He's gone. Game over. Not happening. Uh, Nori says, I love the random ideas in these streams. Yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> oh. Tu voudrais autrefois parler russe? Привет, меня зовут Пол. Как дела? Yeah, Russian would be a cool language to learn. Uh, probably quite difficult, though, given, you know, how it's written is a nightmare. Uh, so, yeah, maybe one day. Probably not, though, just because I, I don't think by the end of my life I will have time uh, to, um, to learn how to speak Ruski. Ruska? Ruski? Uh, am I just making shit up? Uh, <laughs> Aimé Granier, uh, thank you. You cheer me up at the end of the day. Well, thank you very much. You guys cheer me up at the end of the day as well. I didn't need cheering up today. Today uh, was a good day. I had a, fun, I had a fun day today, so I didn't need cheering up. Uh, but I feel like, um, you know, I feel like I feel like when I'm not having a good day, the show is better because then I end up going off on a rant and uh, you guys enjoy me being angry or sad or depressed and just going ah my, rather than me just being like oh isn't life isn't isn't it a happy day today? Hola uh, <laughs> vache. Um, Uh, Picalax Studio, comment tu fais pour passer de l'anglais à français sans problème d'accent C'est dingue, mais j'aimerais trop pouvoir faire ça. Hey, ça prend énormément euh, de, 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 juste de pratique en fait, de pratique et d'habitude. C'est comme, euh, comme aller euh, à la salle de sport, c'est un muscle qu'il faut muscler. Et donc, si tu pratiques les langues, ça devient de plus en plus facile. Si tu ne pratiques pas les langues, bah, tu finis par perdre euh, les langues. Un exemple concret euh, de ça euh, c'est euh, des gens qui, qui ont grandi dans un pays tout petit et après, ils perdent leur, euh, leur langue. Et donc, ça arrive tout le temps et il faut juste continuer à pratiquer la langue. You've got to keep practicing, practicing, practicing. There is, no, there is no other choice for language learning. It's like, hey, how do I get more muscles in my, in my body? You've got to go to the gym every day. Fucking do the gym every day. You haven't got a choice. Same with languages. It's exactly the same. Um <laughs> Michael Mitchell, thank you for your five dollars, by the way. Says, do you only wear black t-shirts during your happy hour? Yeah, mostly. I, in general, I only really wear black t-shirts in general uh, because I have a beer belly and it looks it, black is is a bit. Look, check this out, right? Look at the look at the belly. Look at that. I mean, it's it's just it looks all right. It actually looks all right in black. If you're listening to the podcast. Look, there are my shorts, by the way. My white shorts. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to the podcast and not watching this, uh, then you made the right decision because you don't get to see the ugly beer belly of Paul Taylor. Uh, but it's gone down during the lockdown. Even though I'm drinking more beer, uh, the beer belly has dropped. Uh, I don't know why. Probably the stress. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, I, I just prefer black t-shirts. I don't know why. It's it's a phase right now. It's just easier in the morning to wake up and just be like, all right, I know what I'm doing. Black trousers, black shoes, black t-shirt, pow, nothing else that I need. Uh, Love Coin Coin says, le noir ça amanci. Correct answer. Pourquoi tu rigoles? Parce que tu... <laughs> 
My wife laughed as if to say, ouais, mais ça m'a ainsi pas Paul. Bonjour Paul, Uncharted Games. Uncharted Games, is that like the official channel for Uncharted Games? Bonjour Paul, je voudrais savoir si tu fais un spectacle à Caen, dans le Calvados en Normandie. Thank you for being so accurate with your, uh, with your geographical status. Quand dans le Calvados en Normandie. Uh, quoi? Ouais, mais je sais où c'est quand. J'ai déjà été à Caen pour jouer. Uh, no, I'm not coming to Caen this year or next year. Uh, but I am coming to somewhere near Caen. Uh, there you go. English speakers, that's a complicated place to pronounce. I mean, if you were to read it out, you'd pronounce it cayenne, like cayenne pepper, um, almost. Uh, con. But it's con. Like, it's not con, which is idiot. It's con. The same way you would pronounce the, the word when. Like, hey, on va au supermarché? Ouais, con. Uh, right, just looking on a map here. To see what the nearest city is that I that I will be performing in. Uh, you've got the choice. You don't have the choice. <laughs> you've got um, what? Where the fuck are we? Hold on. Right, you've got um. Hold on. Let me. Let, while you're while while you're watching me struggle through this. Come on, share the screen, dickhead of a. Oh, not that one. That one. Yeah, there we go. Caen is over here uh, in Normandy. The place that the closest is probably Rouen that I'm performing at next year. Rouen. <laughs> Rouen. Uh, and the other place is, is Rennes. So Rouen or Rennes. Rouen or Rennes. They're the two places that I'm performing uh, that are somewhere near Caen. I mean, you might as well just come to Paris, if I'm honest. Um Yeah, we, there's, here's the problem. When, when people complain that I'm not going to their city, it's not my fault. It's because the local promoters of those cities don't feel that I have uh, uh, an accessible enough show that they want to take the risk of bringing me over there and putting on the show. So that's what happens. That's why I don't go. That's why, for now, it's only big cities like Bordeaux, Toulouse, Rouen, Rennes, uh, Strasbourg, Dijon. Uh, what else? It doesn't matter what else. Those cities. Um, so yeah, thanks for your question. Uh, oh. oh, what else have we got? What else have we got? Oh, is Louise talking shit? Did we hear Louise? Somebody said Louise is talking shit again. Life on low batteries. Louise is talking shit. If you heard Louise, um, I didn't. I, I I block it out now. I I, I I'm too <laughs> I'm too concentrated on this, so I don't know if we heard Louise uh, or not. But if we did hear Louise, uh, there we go. I heard her now, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for the jingle. Louise is talking shit again. Oh, are you hungry? Are you tired? Have you shit yourself? <laughs> hey, if you uh, loads of people are asking about my show, where we where I'm performing, just go to my website. That's the best place to find 
uh, where I'm doing stuff. Uh, PaulTaylorComedy.com. Uh, I update it regularly, regularly, regu- 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 regularly. Um, <laughs> uh, here it is. Uh, if you go to the tickets section here, uh, then you'll see the places I'm performing. It's all a bit fucked up now because a bunch of dates got rescheduled. Uh, so uh, the places that are to come, the places that I'm definitely coming to are not Aix-en-Provence, Marseille, Nice, Strasbourg, Geneva, Dijon, London, Toulouse, Montpellier, Paris, Grenoble, Grenoble, uh, Lyon, and then uh, Brussels, Marseille. I've already said Marseille, Rennes. I need to update 2021. I haven't updated 2021 yet. But yeah, those are the, the, the places that I'm coming uh, and I can't wait to see you guys live. Oh my God. Um, you know what we should do? I should do like a specific thing for you guys that come to watch me live. And it's like like a specific, like, hey, come backstage after the show type shit. Because not very many people watch this. I mean, it's a couple of hundreds. Maybe the views get like a couple of thousand views by the end of like two days after the show. But I reckon that most of you don't come and watch my stand-up show. So maybe if there's like 10 of you that come to the show in whatever city, we should maybe do like a a special fucking happy hour live, but after my stand-up show and just have a beer or something like that. I don't know. That could could be cool. And then, because you guys are the VI, you guys are are my favorite people. Well, no, the people that are my favorite people are the people that come and see me live because uh, that's how I earn my living. That's what pays uh, for my baby's nappies and the food. It's, it's the main source of income that I have. My second favorite people are you people, uh, here because, uh, YouTube is kind of where I've been doing my shit and also you're contributing, uh, to the show. So you're my second favorite people. Then Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, they all come afterwards. I mean, I'm sure most of you either follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as well, but, uh, just know that if you come and see my stand-up show live, you're, you're, you're automatically my favorite people. Um, what? Uh, Sophie Pink says, you only like us for your, for our money. I get it. it this is true. This is true. A hundred percent. No, it's not true. I, pref- I, you know what? I'll even, I'll even come back on that. I'll say that you guys are my favorite people. And you know why? It's because I actually interact with you. Because when I'm doing my live show in front of a thousand people in a room, there's no interaction, right? I don't speak to any of the people in that room. Sometimes at the end of the show, uh, depending on if it's gone well or if it hasn't gone well, or if we have a dinner planned or whatever, then uh, I get to meet a couple of people after the show. But it's not like this. I find this more fun because I actually have interactions. But imagine three, you know, 2,000 people, I, it's just me monologuing, talking shit, basically, um, so I don't interact with them, I interact with, I prefer this interaction, uh, because it's more fun, obviously, Hannah Lemp says, what about your wife and daughter, I, obviously, I'm talking, I'm talking about, in terms of audience, in terms of fans, favorite people, obviously, they're my favorite people, my parents, my best friends, all of that, but I mean, like, the people, here's the interesting thing about this whole fucking live podcast situation, like, I feel like I I know some of you that that are on here all the time, but I don't know you because I've never spoken to you, you might be assholes, I don't know, and you might just be pretending to be nice on on the live, I don't know what you're like in real life, that's the crazy thing, Uh, but I I mean, it would be cool, it would probably be, I should probably organize some sort of meetup or something, uh, 
because it would be cool to actually meet some of you since uh, <laughs> you're supporting it. Oh, my mate just takes me. How's it? How's it going, Taylor? Um, it's going well. Uh, <laughs> Natalie C, except Benjamin. <laughs> yeah, Benjamin in my um, in my uh, in my stand up. Hey, by the way, that was a good question that came up ages ago. Uh, Benjamin. So uh, during my, my stand up show, hashtag Franglais. Uh, that's on on Facebook, not on Facebook, on YouTube. Um, there's a guy in the audience called Ben, and people asked if he was like a plant. If I paid him to be there, uh, because I interact with him, I take the piss out of him, and uh, it's all fun and games. But uh, he is—he's uh, not. He—he he was a genuine French guy called Benjamin. Um, now he just happened to sit in the seat that I wanted people to sit at. I, if I talk, I feel like I might have talked about this, or I might have talked about it on my own. Basically, when uh, in my first show, if you go back and watch it, uh, specifically at the beginning, when I do my whole sketch about labis and I go into the audience to give them all kisses uh, and it takes forever and it's long and it's funny, uh, then I come back on stage. I knew that I wanted uh, the person in that seat. I, was, I knew that that seat, that table was going to be the person that takes all the shit. And I was just hoping that it was going to be a guy. And it was. We put a microphone on that table so we could hear what he was saying because I knew that I was going to interact with that person specifically. I didn't know who they were, what their name was, anything about that. It turned out uh, I, I recorded two shows, right? One was Ben and the other one, I don't remember what the second show was called and what his name was, but he didn't make it in because he was less funny than Ben, basically. Uh, so Ben made it in the show. And uh, he's never got in touch. I don't know if Ben knows that he is famous on my channel uh, because people keep saying, oh, poor Ben. Ben had a rough night. Ben, Ben, Ben. I don't even know. He's never texted me or sent me a message uh, or anything being like, hey, it's me. It's Ben. Because if it was, I'd get him on the show. That would be amazing. If you know who Ben is, let me know who he is and we'll give him a call. <laughs> uh, um. Right. It's five past seven, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, happy hour is done. I think this is it. That's it. Fucking done, mate. I've uh, been banging on for an hour and five minutes talking shit about nothing. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, spend the rest of the evening. Uh, well, not the rest. I'm going to spend the next hour with my daughter because she was at crash all day. And then uh, the rest of the evening with my lovely wife to celebrate our wedding anniversary. Uh, <laughs> guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. Uh, for joining the live today, uh, and uh, thanks for being here, uh, considering all the shit that's going on in the world right now, uh, it's, uh, it's, it's cheered me up, so I hope it's cheered you up, alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much, um, people are asking about Roly. Roly is not on the show today, he'll be back tomorrow, I think, hopefully, I don't know, and if he's not, he's not, it doesn't matter, uh, he'll join when he can, uh, thanks everyone, thanks so much for being on the, on the live show, if I missed anyone, let me just check on the, uh, on the live stream behind the scenes if I missed anyone who contributed to the show. I don't think so. Maybe I missed one person. Oh, fucking YouTube studio. The YouTube live behind the scenes studio is a waste of space. Let me just show you what it looks like on my end, right? It's an absolute nightmare. Let me get my face out the way, right? So I can see all the live chat that's going on here. But then on the left-hand side, viewer activity, I can see like the people that have contributed, but then there's one person down here, and I can't scroll down, I can scroll up, but I can't scroll down uh, after Imi, and I, I need to like highlight the name, 
Check it out. Let's see if I get Ninja this fucking high like the name. Here we go. Hold on, hold on. Let me move it. Come on, come on. There. Oh, 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 oh. Fucking. Oh, I hate this YouTube live studio. Also, it doesn't give me the correct number of concurrent viewers because that was what it was just as we started. Oh, who are you? Who are you? Come on. Mike Mitchell. American football safety. What? How did that happen? <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, oh. Right, I'm going to try this one more time. Copy. And now what I need to do is I need to go text edit. Let me open a text edit page so I can find out <laughs> new document. Let's go. Who was the last person? It was Michael Mitchell. Uh, Michael Mitchell, thank you. I can't see how much you contributed, but <laughs> thank you very much. I appreciate it. Technical Taylor is back for the final part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, have fun. Uh, see you tomorrow for another episode of uh, Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live. Bisou bye. Thanks for watching. Wait, 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 wait. I didn't finish my drink. I didn't finish it. Hold on. Cheers. Bees you bye. Thanks for watching Paul Taylor's Happy Hour Live. See you dickhead soon for another episode. <laughs>